Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. I'm riding solo this week, and I have the return of the Chris Dinklewinkle Dinwiddie uh, blinds. This one is a little bit different. I'm going to read to you the letter that came with it to explain what it is. Uh, this blind's a little bit different than the ones I've done in the past. So here's a quick reminder on what's going on. I wanted to look at people's really perceived a different, if people really perceived a difference between a bottle that's fresh cracked and one that's been open a while. The experiment, there are pairs of whiskey in this blind plus a 15th to fill the box. All are single barrel picks from Amon's beer and wine represent a variety of proofs in the seven pairs is included five test pairs and two controls. The test pairs, each of test pairs include two samples of the same single barrel whiskey. One is from a bottle that's set half full for two months. The other is from a bottle minutes before the samples were poured opened. The first control includes two samples from the same single barrel. Both samples were fresh cracked minutes before the samples were poured. Theoretically, these should taste the same. If people taste the difference between these two samples, it will raise doubts about any differences they taste in the test pairs. Control number two. This control includes a sample from two different but similar single barrels. Both samples were fresh cracks minutes before the samples were poured. Theoretically, people should be able to tell a difference and can't just write that all samples tasted the same. I did a randomize the order of the pairs, so any of the pairs could be a control or a test pair. I also randomized each sample was fresh cracked versus open, so A or B could be either of them. Procedure. Yes, that you do them all semi-specific way. Please warm up your palate. One of the arguments about fresh cracks is usually the first pour someone has. Perceived to be hot or bad because the palate isn't warmed up. Let's take this off the table by warming up our palates before and trying the samples. There's a wide range of proofs and samples. Some are 90s, others are 130s. Several in between. What you warm up with is up to you, but I suggest a solid bourbon or rye in the 100 proof scores. I'm not really going to follow their scoring system because I never do. So let's get into it. I've got the first three sets, 1A, 1B. 2A, 2B, 3A, 3B. I've already poured 1A. I'm going to taste each one and pour a little water in my glass afterwards. The nose on this one. A little young. Not overpoweringly so, but... Little alcohol, but I'd assume it's probably a proof down. I bet this is a Yellowstone. It's got a nice color to it, though. Like a reddish amber color. In the glass, thin legs, but they do stick a little bit. Not, I wouldn't call it oily. All right, let's get into it. First sample's a little green apple-y. 
which normally <clears throat> signifies some a little youth, but not like a grainy or grain forward youth. If you're really uh, meticulous about your adjectives, you feel grainy as sooty or uh, has grain. I don't know what you mean. Green apple warm. It's like warm apple pie, really. A little cinnamon. Not great. Not bad. This could be a nice um, starlight, too. But I don't think they have any starlight bourbon. I think this is a bourbon. On second glance, man, it's got some pretty nice legs on it, actually. Mm. Pleasant. But it's not a lingering, like, heat, which makes me think it's probably a lower proof, which makes me gear back towards the Yellowstone. All right, so sample B. Either of these could be fresh cracked or have been open for a while. We say six weeks, so a month and a half. <clears throat> so this is sample 1B of the blind. At the end of all this, I will, once they tell us, release the names of what everything is, what was fresh cracked and what wasn't. So... Sample two, which is sample one uh, B. My parents put onion soup in their burgers, and I'm still burping up onion soup hours later. Now this one, the nose, definitely hits you more in the face. But is that an opening up or is that a fresh crack? I don't know. Hmm. Pellets. Interesting. There's more rye spice and less youthful green apple to it. Hmm. More rice spice. Less green apple. I'm writing notes, which I don't normally do, but I'm going to for this just so I can keep, keep a track. I mean, is this the first one that is two different single barrels of a similar age? Because they two taste distinctly different. Which one I prefer better? Probably B. Because they're less the green apple, more spice. Hmm. 
there's almost a chocolatey note to this one too. It's like it's almost two different, two separate whiskeys. Could the first, the very first one <laughs> be the control? That would be hilarious. I prefer B. There's a little chocolate. Put in my notes. Oh, there's more notes. Sorry. Do you taste the difference? Yes. I guess I should put my notes down here. Green apple. Sorry, y'all are along for the ride for this to hear me talking right. Green apple, warm. Cinnamon. Nose. Lighter. Second one. More rye. Rye spice. No green apple. Much more pungent nose. Nose stronger. Chocolate. Okay. On to two. See, I get a little more of the green apple on the final pour of that final, final drink. But I definitely prefer B. And I would say it's not definite that the nose pour is always less good. Some people like that punch in the face. If you believe there's a difference between a neck pour and a non-neck pour. And I'm really pouring like a, I think these are two ounce, maybe one ounce samples. I'm pouring half the sample so I can go back and try it again if I want to. So this is 2A. My mother just informed me that something's dripping. I'm, by the way, I'm sitting in my mother and father's uh, kitchen. What drinks? Sparkling ice? Was it sitting on its side or something? She's uh, cleaning up a minor catastrophe. Sparkling ice, apparently. Was either put back without the lid fully tight or burst, which I don't know how that would happen. They had to put it back without the top fully put. This is something everybody wants to listen to, I'm sure. Okay, the nose on this one. What is that nose? That's a weird, like, it's youthful. But not a super corny. It's almost like a green apple again. What's up with the green apple on these A's? A for apple? Uh, 
I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't dislike it, but it's like a medicinal apple. Light palette. Slight caramel. This is definitely proof down too. Green forward nose, but in a weird way. A chicken scratch I'm writing down. Slight caramel. Man, that's an odd. That's an odd duck right there. I was not expecting to get that flavor profile off of that nose. Hmm. The palate's not mature, but it's it's definitely not young. But the nose gives you hints of youth. Is that fro is that frozen? How did that get frozen in there? It's not that cold in that fridge. Interesting. Sparkling ice frozen in the fridge. All right, we're on to 2B. So, see if we can tell a difference. Uh, excuse me. I didn't do legs on the first one. It's thin. It has some lingering legs, but it's not... They're not sticking to it, so it's probably relatively young. Nose is similar. Very similar. It's almost the exact same thing. What is that nose? I mean, it's the same nose. It's not, it's like a little green apple-y, but not like where you could really, not where it punches you in the face. And the hint of alcohol. See, the palette on this one is much more muted. Hmm. Like it tastes like almost nothing. Hmm. I taste the difference, yes. 
but slight. If any, there's zero finish. Zero. This one's linger on the tip of my tongue a little more. Do I prefer one over the other? B, A slightly? Almost the same palette. Slightly more muted. Muted. Hmm. That's interesting. How's everybody's summer? Hot. It's got hot, man. Those people live in Florida, California, like, shut up. It's hot all the time here. Not in Wisconsin. It's been like 95 and humid. All right, here's 3A. This one. More alcohol in the nose, which makes me feel like it's higher proof. I'm still getting an apple, though. This is almost like apple juicy, though. It's not like green apple. Like apple juicy. Apple juice. Apple juicy. Is that a good a good adjective? Palette. Let's see. Hmm. That follows through on the palette. Very sweet. It's almost like apple juice. I'd almost think it's finished. Zero finish. Zero finish on it, though. Very muted, too. Muted. It's like drinking straight apple juice. Interesting. I hope the second three are going to set me on fire as far as I got four left. I was going to break this up into three episodes. Maybe we'll do it two. All right. Let's do 3B. Cleanse my palate in the glass. Trace B.
It's going to be a very exciting episode. Oh, man. Onion soup. Now the nose. Completely different. Eh. No. It's still there. But it's like a more mature apple. More mature apple. I did not think I was going to be thinking that these were going to taste this much like apple. This is all ruse. Chris poured everything. It was all the same sample. All the same bottle. Everybody just got one entire bottle of the same thing. Palette might be more muted than it was on the first time. There's just nothing to it. Nothing. No finish. And it's not unpleasant. It's just disappointing because I was expecting something to really critique. And I guess I prefer A. I mean, but they're both muted. It's very disappointing first seats, first three sets. Sorry, guys. I guess you'll have to at least this one's short. So I'll just cut it off, make it a short one, man, so y'all can hopefully listen to it and get the gist of what this is. Next episode, I'll explain everything again just so everybody knows if they just doubt they just tuned in for the second episode, not the first one, but who knows. So until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family.